Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Happy being alive day, everybody. Tonight, the NFL season kicks off. Lions, Chiefs, Arrowhead Stadium. Where else would you rather be? So glad you're with us. It's a thirsty Thursday, appropriately. So we are toasting to the good stuff. Let me know what has you feeling good and doing well. well I feel good and I'm doing well. By tweeting at me, DA on CBS or on the phone at 855 212 4227. We'll do our thirsty Thursday toasts coming up in 20 minutes. In 40 minutes, Colorado, Nebraska. Alabama, Texas, which is must-see TV for you this Saturday. We begin with last weekend's college football opening weekend and what happened on the final night of the college football weekend. Clemson and Duke. The Blue Devils, shocking. The Tigers, 28-7. Offense for the Tigers was a mess inside the red zone. Multiple possessions nearing the goal line equaled zero points. Turnovers, turnovers on downs, blocked field goals. It was one big fat mess for Clemson the other night. Dabo Sweeney, though, looking at the bright side. Takes the snap with two. They will keep it on the ground running left. And a huge hole. Jordan Waters cuts right 15, 10, 5. Good night. For us, I mean, not the start that we wanted, um, but you know, we got to we got to learn from it, and we got to you know get quick turnaround. We got another game here in a, in a, a couple days, so uh, just got to get back to work. I mean, you know, there's there's put our head down. Obviously, this is inc- incredible disappointment. You know, again for the start of the season, and, and there's you know people going to see the score and, and and you know make judgment on our team. But I love this football team. I love this team. And, uh, man, I, 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 see, I see a lot of opportunity ahead. Dabo would go on to say, if we do what we did offensively against Duke for the rest of the year, we won't lose another game. Simple as that. I'll sign up for that right now. If you really watch the game, you know what happened. We just self-imploded on some critical situations. 
You got to finish, but it was routine stuff, the basics, the fundamentals, ball handling, basic, basic stuff. There are two ways you can go after a performance like Clemson had on Monday night. One would be the Nick Saban route. We think that we're better than we are. We, we won't win another game the rest of the year if we play like that. These guys are reading the headlines. They didn't realize that we had to play a really good opponent. We better focus or it's going to be a long season. Brian Kelly did that after his loss. He called out the players. He called out how bad everything was. Saban, though, is the master of this. Even after a big win, he slams the players. We're not very good. We've got to clean this thing up. These guys think we're better than we are. We've got to put in the work. But after a loss, like 28-7, to you know that Saban and other coaches, but Saban notably, would just be like, we're, we're garbage and it's going to be a long season. To wake his guys up. Dabo went the opposite route. And Dabo naturally is a more optimistic type of guy, more energetic type of guy than Saban. He's not as dour. He's not as cynical, etc. But Dabo went the complete opposite, which was if we play offense like that, we won't lose again the rest of the season. Now, Dabo can be critical of his team. Dabo can be honest. But in this case, he's not being honest. Because, as we know, offense is not just about gaining yards, which they did. They threw for 200, ran for 200. Traditionally, that has been a winning formula for Clemson and most other teams. But that's not just what offense is. Offense is oftentimes based not on the yards in terms of success that you gain, but instead the points that you score. That when you get inside the red zone, that you get seven instead of three. That's good offense. When you get inside the red zone, you don't have turnovers. You make sure you get points. Efficiency on third downs. Efficiency in the red zone. Efficiency near the goal line. Those are signs of offensive success. Not just yards totaled. And I think that Dabo is conveniently framing this as, I'll sign up for that every single day. If we play offense like that, we won't lose again. Why? Because there's a crisis of confidence at his quarterback position and with the fans. That's what's happening. And Dabo knows it. Dabo spent the entire offseason convincing everybody the offense was going to hum unlike it's been it's been since Trevor Lawrence was there. We're taking the shackles off and all that old stuff. Cade's got it. I'm excited. This kid's got the goods. We've got a great offensive scheme. I love what the coaches are doing. It's going to be new, 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 new. It wasn't. It, it looked exactly like it had with DJ Uyunglele. And Cade Klubnik is supposed to represent the next. This is supposed to be big-armed kid, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, now Cade Klubnik. And we saw some flashes last year. But if you saw the scheme the other night against Duke, they didn't really let him rip. 
they they really had him throwing underneath a lot of short stuff in the flat. Don't take chances. And I think Dabo might have wanted to paint the picture of the offense is going to be way better than the last couple of years, which is what every Clemson fan wanted to hear, but maybe knows realistically that Cade's not as good as previously indicated or Cade's suffering from some type of confidence issue, lack of, and needs to pump them up, pump pump up the offense because it'll be a long season if they start getting down to themselves because the quarterback isn't as naturally gifted and confident as Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. The second part is expectations at Clemson changed. You can't sell Clemson fans anymore on 10 and 3. Once upon a time, 10 and 3 and playing in the ACC championship game is pretty good. Once upon a time, winning the ACC is really good. Once upon a time, a Sugar Bowl or an Orange Bowl is awesome. It's not the case anymore. When you look at the years of Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence between 2015 and 2020, here are the final rankings of Clemson in those six years. 2-1-4-1-2-3. They didn't finish lower than fourth in the final AP ranking for five straight years. They were in four national championship games, won two of them, and had two generational quarterbacks. Well, once you go through five years of being in the playoff, of being in college football's final game, of winning those games, the whole idea of Clemsoning went out the window. And you've got to give Dabo credit on that. For a generation, Clemsoning just simply meant good, but they'll definitely stub their toe when it matters most. Talented, but they'll lose a bad game. They'll gag. They'll choke. And for five years, they didn't. For five straight years, they were an elite college football program. And since? A Cheez-It Bowl and an Orange Bowl. Last year got blown out in the Orange Bowl and both seasons, three lost teams. And while they won the ACC last year, that was about the, the least dominant, least inspirational ACC championship just about ever. And I think Dabo is walking a very delicate line where he knows... 10 and 3 is not good enough. 10 and 3 winning the ACC and going to the Orange Bowl is not good enough anymore. But that we got to start maybe pumping up the fans like, don't worry, we're going to be okay. And I'm not saying it's not, it doesn't sound a little delusional because it does. But I, I have a sense that that's where it's at, where Clemson fans are like, no, 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 we, we don't lose to Duke. And you shouldn't lose to Duke. As good as Duke is, you should not lose to Duke, even if it's at Durham. And you should not lose 28-7. to 70. You should not have all those mistakes. But I, I just wonder if Dabo's like, crap, we're never going to get, well, shouldn't say never. I don't think he thinks that way. But we're not getting back soon to Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence and Cade Klubnick ain't that. And we just got to keep everybody somewhat positive for the first two months of the season 
because we're just not that good anymore. And they might never be that good anymore. Maybe. I also think when you lose to Duke 28-7 to and you really were honest, it would send shivers down everybody's spine that you're really not good. That that was not just an anomaly. That Florida State blew by you and you've got a couple of other tough games. And yeah, you can win a few easy ACC games, but doesn't mean you're very good. And maybe there's like a startling realization that, oh, crap, we're, we're not as good as everybody thinks. And the last thing I need to do is talk reality right now because it's an ugly reality. We'll see. But I thought it was interesting that after that performance against Duke, it was sunshine and roses from Dabo. I thought it was strategic, and I don't think it was strategic because it was good. I thought it was strategic because it was bad. It is a thirsty Thursday, so let's toast to some of the good stuff. Ostrich Eyes is toasting the Bluetooth speaker in my ear all day. I can ignore everything and everyone. Sorry, boss. DA just went on a rant about cereal. I wasn't paying attention. Hashtag toast them. Drew tweets, I'm toasting Pat Boyle for talking about sleeping at the station to not showing up to work. You got to keep people guessing, huh? Hashtag wild card. Booskies. Did I do that? Grinder. Staying up all hours, sleeping at the station to sleeping through your alarm. Keep them guessing. We don't know what we're getting with Pat Boyle. And unpredictability. That gets the people going. That's right. It was definitely planned. Dan in Mechanicsburg. <laughs> Booskies to my daughter, Haley. Four years ago, I was blessed with her and didn't realize just how much you can love someone unconditionally. She's causing me to go bald slowly, but I'm laughing and enjoying every minute of it. Love you, boo-boo. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag. <laughs> Booskies. You know, Dan, we haven't named an executive producer yet, so you're still in the running. <laughs> Rob, the 321, toasting to my 50th birthday trip to the home opener of the Wolverines last weekend. My best friend Chris for my plane ticket, my cousins Dave and Chris High C for my game ticket, and to my nephews Tucker and Clark for the laughs. P.S. Tucker's now 10-0 and at games he's attended. I raised my record to just three and seven. Booskies. Wow. As good as Michigan's been over the years, and Robin the 320 is three and seven when he goes to a game. (laughs) Maybe stop going. (laughs) Take the hint. The hidden pickle tweets on a scale of one to freaking pumped. How's the mothership feeling about the first real NFL game tonight? Hashtag we made it. Put me on a freaking pumped. Put me on a freaking pumped. You know, with little AJ, it's been hard to carve out time to really sit down and watch games at night. So I usually watch game recaps when I can, condensed versions of games, and kind of keep track that way. But I told the Bourbon Bell, I'm like, I sat down to watch one of the college football games last weekend. And I just was like, hey, honey, it's back. And she actually said, and I thought she was going to be like, no, no. Because, I mean, every night I'm just going to be sitting in front of the TV. 
And she said, you know, there's something comforting actually about having football back. I said, really? Because she's a huge basketball fan. She likes basketball more than football. I said, really? She goes, yeah, there's just, there's a rhythm to it. It's like, oh, now you know, like there's Monday night football, there's Thursday night football, there's sun Sundays are this, Saturdays are that, you know, you kind of track the schedule, you, you track the calendar that way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's keep thinking that way. <laughs> when I'm sitting down for the 11th straight night watching primetime football. But there is something just beautiful about it. I always say this. It's such a bummer to see the summer leave, and I had no summer whatsoever, even though I wasn't working around here. I mean, you guys never heard me, but I just, I'm like, I blinked because AJ was born the 23rd of May. That was going into Memorial Day weekend. I blinked, and it was Labor Day. I'm like, what the hell? We didn't leave the house barely. I mean, I'm like, somebody said, did you take any vacations? I'm like, vacations? Yeah, to the pediatrician's office. That was the vacation. When my mom watched AJ for three hours, and we got to go out for one drink. No, actually, it was 90 minutes. We got, that was the vacation. We went downtown. Went, to, yeah, for a drink. I think I had two. <laughs> so, no, I did not feel like there was a summer. But, yeah, you know how fired up I am for football being back? Like, it's on a totally different level. And you, I just saw you, Pat Boyle. Raising your the devil horns to the sky like you were at a Black Sabbath concert. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to induce the demons. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for a war cry. I'm ready for what is that? That New Zealand, that the All champ? Blacks. Yeah, I'm ready to do that. <laughs> You're doing the New Zealand. Who? 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 <laughs> Enter primal caveman. Lions Chiefs! Ah! There's just a an adrenaline. When that, that kickoff tonight, you got the Sunday night crew on the call. The big crew. They're going to raise a banner. Fireworks. Arrowhead. What could be better? It's just... And the next six months of your life are going to be completely consumed by football. Just everybody know that. This won't end until February. I always love I saw a meme, I think, last year. And it was uh, you know, like a couple. And the guy goes, honey, I decided I'm going to skip Tuesday night football to hang out with you tonight. Nice. What's also funny is that once the kickoff of the NFL season is here, being tonight, you start realizing there's work to do. Like, Oh, I better pay to get in that survivor pool. Got to make sure I get my, my entry in. Oh, I got to make sure, you know, if you play fantasy, which I don't. I got to set my lineups now. I got to be, like, on point with lineups. I got to get my futures bets in or get my bets in, you know, make sure that I I, I do that. Or, you know, I got to make sure I have the whatever, you, the, the oil change today so that I'm ready for Sunday so I don't have to do it that day. And there's just, like, you're starting to get on a schedule just to make sure – you know, I'm going to end up getting Red Zone and the ticket through YouTube TV. I'm like, oh, right, I got to order that, and I've got to make sure that, like, that's all set up. TV is set up for Sunday. You got to make sure, like, you know, your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted. When the NFL season kicks off, you just have to make sure, like, you've got everything in order. 
Yeah, you got your you got your to-do list. There's a lot of things that need to happen fast. What, fantasy lineup, especially if you have anybody on the Chiefs or the Lions. But, I mean, ahead of Sunday, man, like you don't want to be – once you kick off week one Sunday, you don't want to be tinkering and, and adding and, you know, doing all these you know, little minutia things every, throughout the week just to get your setup ready. Sunday, week one, September, four days from now – Three days from now, I don't know what day it is. That rolls around. You want to be ready so that 9 a.m. every Sunday morning, you're up. You're listening to Sunday morning football. You're setting your lineup. You're getting your bets in. You're doing. You're getting your your survival pool entry ready to go. Who am I picking? You want your food ready? Football food of the week. You want your spread, your snacks, your drinks. You want everything ready to go. Your music playlist. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. <gasps> I think it's <gasps> the Maori Haka. <laughs> right now we're doing the, what is it called? I think the Maori Haka. Maori Haka. That's the indigenous people of New Zealand, I believe. That's what we're doing right now for Sunday night, for Thursday night football. Who? <laughs> <gasps> 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 Just standing in front of your TV tonight. <laughs> Bourbon Bell, what on earth are you doing? I'm teaching uh, AJ at a primal scream. Can you get a bottle ready, Dame? Can you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tariko's on TV. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Not now, the Collinsworth slide's coming. <laughs> <laughs> When we come back, we're toasting to the good stuff. Our Thirsty Thursday, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
Acura. and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. All right, and you can always listen to the podcast of the show, the full four hours or the best of the show every single day, available everywhere that you get your podcasts. And a brand new PGP is out, permission granted podcast, which surrounds yesterday's Pat Boyle delinquency. Okay, Boyle is in this week as EP, so he gets to kick things off. Who are you toasting to? Yeah, so I usually feel like trashing my roommates more uh, more so than not. I'm going to toast them. I'm going to toast my roommates, and specifically my, uh, my, my guy Greg. So Greg decided on a whim... That, you know, unbeknownst to me and my other roommate, that we were both gone the other day for the apartment for a long stretch of time, me for two days, um, all of a sudden he sends a picture, and the living room, he just decided, you know what, fall's coming, football's coming, feel like we need a new vibe, new, not man cave, but a new theater for watching football this year. He rearranged the entire living room. Move the TV in front yeah. of the yeah, in front of the windows. Put up some lights. You know, rearrange the entire couch. But you know, the the couches. We have a big couch, but there was really only one prime spot for being comfortable and like just feeling like you could sit or lay down and watch the TV for hours. He rearranged the couch, so now you've got two pocket corner spots that are just prime for either laying or sitting. With a little shelf next to it for a drink or some food. And I got to tell you, the whole feng shui of the living room is just, it's taken up a couple notches. And I have never been more excited to plant my ass and watch some football. Sunday, 1 p.m., new feng shui in the living room. And then we got the recliner chair in the corner. I just, I, I don't know. There's, there's something about when you rearrange a room, you get the new design going. It just, it, it I'm at a loss of words. I just got. I got to toast my uh, my roommate Greg. All right, Booskies. toast him, roommate Greg. Stepping up. I like this hard hat guy. Did he move the furniture himself? Yeah. Wow. It's a big couch. It is like so. He moved it into an L now, and it runs along the wall on the one side. It is easily six or seven feet, and then it's about three or four feet across. So he rearranged, and yeah, you know, you got to detach it from each of the pieces. So he did that. Moved the recliner. Made sure that the rug was repositioned. Moved the TV and the TV stand. A lot of a lot of hard hat working for him. Yeah, good job by Greg. Billy Jock alone is in for Pete the Body this week. Billy Jock alone, who are you toasting to? Well, I just want to give a a, a second to uh, Pat's roommate because that that is just a that's a great energy renewal right there. Yes. Uh, but also, too, I think I'm just going to go fall in general here, Day. We got football uh, starting tonight. We got, you know, the NBA coming up. And I'm just, I'm sick of, on a side note, I'm sick of sweating when we walk outside. So yeah. the cooler weather could not come at a better time. All right. Yeah, right on. Toast them. Booskies. It's going to be another 90-degree scorcher here today and mm. through the rest of the week. But 
Football weather is on the way for a lot of us. Andrew Bogus, who are you toasting to? Uh, DA, I'm going to be cheesy here for a second. Stay in-house. And it's not just a toast. Uh, some of these gentlemen will be getting some Odyssey coins in their inbox as well. I got to toast everybody. Um, you were not here a lot, if we're being honest, over the entire summer, especially post And we're being Sean, honest, yeah. Right. So uh, I am probably... It was kind of a holdout. <laughs> yeah, very Chris Jones of you. Yeah, it was very Chris Jones. <laughs> Although Chris has stayed away. You kept coming back, like wetting our appetite, yeah. teasing us. This is why you should pay me. Then you'd go away again. Right. In your absence, uh, me having to be you. It was like a hold in. Exactly. Like, it was like Bosa's hold in. But between Bilotti, Orion Botcher, Boyle, Wall, Ortiz, Billy G, a lot of people helped me be you for a good chunk of the summer. Uh, and I'm sure at times I was annoying to deal with and figure things out because I still somehow don't know how this show works. Okay. Like, it's not necessarily a plus that Ryan Botcher knows the ins and outs better than I do after three shows as opposed to, like, three-plus years. Um, but thanks to all of those dudes for getting me through all of those shows. I do appreciate it. Uh, and I got Odyssey coins to burn, so get ready to buy nice. yourself some Odyssey pens. Booskies! Have you ever used an Odyssey coin to buy anything? Uh, no, because despite the bonus, like, 30 they once gave us on Employee Appreciation Day, still didn't get to the lowest threshold I see. of coins for purchase. Like Skee-Ball. What can we actually get for the 30, you think? I think Skee-Ball's got a better return, if we're uh, being honest. They gave us 30 coins for Employee Appreciation Day? And nothing costs 30 coins. <laughs> well, how do you earn other coins? People have to give them to you. Oh. Yeah. So you Bart gift your 30, but where no, do the other coins come so from? So your 30 can go in, maybe in denominations of five, you hand them out to people. Good job for this. Welcome to the community or whatever it may be. Yeah. So you've, you've got to get coins to have in your bank account to then use them. But if there's a set number of coins. But I mean, if you give me 10, Boyle gives me 10, Billy gives me 10, Spike could give me 20. It could all add up very quickly to me having... But I could... No, two different columns. I don't give out... I have 30 to give. Separate column coins I receive. But once I give out my 30, do I never get any coins again? Uh, I think they might replenish every once in a while. The giving out point, yeah. And where's the store? <laughs> also on our on our website. Good old Bart Winkler actually gave me some Odyssey coins after I did the updates on Monday's show. Tell me that's true. It's true. Did he physically give you or digitally give you coins? Yeah, Winks, thanks. Sent me some coins because I, I figured Labor Day Monday, this guy's probably, you know, I, I feel like I can extend a helping hand here for a four-hour show that's not going to have calls. Not that, this, not that the show usually has calls or relies on them. But I was like, you know what? Let me help out my guy, Bart. Let me make my updates a little longer, break in some questions that I could ask him that we could build off of. So when we would do the update shift, the update segment, it would last like 18 to 20 minutes. <laughs> and afterwards, he goes, he goes, oh, Pat, you're a godsend, man. Thanks. And then I get Odyssey coins from Bart Winkler the, later that day. Well, if I wanted to give you Odyssey coins, mm -hmm. I have 30 to give. Yes. That's the set number. Yes. So if I gave you 10, Billy G 10, and then Bo uh, boil, 10. boil 10, that's it. I'm out of coins. Maybe every quarter you get 30 again. I don't know. I don't, I have never given out all 30, but every I once in a while you go back to 30. I think it's every month. And I'm going to say oh, this okay. because they're probably not listening. So I'm not going to ruin the scam. But every month we run a pool where we all send all coins to one person. 
so that if I think it's whoever gets sent the most Odyssey coins in a month gets like a, a gift bag or like a swag bag, if you will. I can't believe I just used that term, but I always see that. Wait, so you have organized this scam already? We have. And why is it a secret? I want in on this. Talk to Tom Izzo. Who's doing this? Oh, okay. Tom Izzo. Well, not the coach. No. Yeah, the coach of Michigan State. He's helping run it. <laughs> he figured yeah, our analytics he with, with with scamming our company on getting somebody a gift could use some help. He does updates in Ann Arbor before. <laughs> <laughs> Hides his voice, changes towns, and then goes to practice in East Lansing. We have a digital department head. Well, he runs digital over on the, the local side, and his name's Tom Izzo. So he has organized the scam where you guys give each other all of the coins once a month that somebody gets the swag bag. That is correct. Oh, and has it worked hysterical. yet? Uh, I don't this know. Is I just give them and I do my, you know, I put on my hard hat. I do my due diligence. Good Samaritan. And I send them and that's how it goes. <laughs> Good Samaritan. And then maybe at the end of the month, you can get a pair of earbuds from 2013 that don't work. <laughs> Odyssey coins. One day it'll be a chapter in my book. <laughs> how Odyssey coins changed my life. <laughs> or didn't. <laughs> Or anyone's. You guys want to get paid in Odyssey coins? <laughs> of course, you can pay me in Odyssey coins. No, that's like no. The, that's like the Trident like, layers. It's like the chocolate that looks like pirate's booty on yep. Halloween. Not actually cash. <laughs> I am toasting to thoughtful gifts. I'm not sure I'm always great at this, but. My wife for Christmas got me a fishing pole. You might be like, yeah, okay, DA, you get a million of those. What does that matter? I did not have a salt water fishing pole. And we go up to Rhode Island where her parents live, and it's near the water. And you're like, well, how are you going to get a fishing pole into the car, especially with baby stuff, to go up there? She got me one that disassembles into three parts and folds up and is in a carrying case. And I was like, that's really thoughtful and really cool. Because she's like, so that way we can pack it up and you can bring it up. But I'm thinking to myself, how often am I going to have any time to go fishing when we go visit the in-laws? And she said, I know it's a lot. I know you want your your personal time. Use this to just kind of get out of the house and do your own thing. I'm like, whoa, uh, okay, amazing. But I also had only done saltwater fishing off of a boat. I've never done it off of shore. So I'm like, so I got to rent a boat or I got to be on a fishing boat or a party boat. More I researched it, the more I realized, you know what, I probably could do this and I would have never thought about doing this. So I went on online and I bought a saltwater reel and a whole bunch of rigs and stuff like this, kind of researched a little bit about what I could fish for offshore where, where her parents live. And I would have only done this because I got the green light and I got this, this gift. And I went out this past weekend, two straight days, and it was amazing because you're fishing off of rocks and you've got the waves crashing down and you're like, wow, this is like the most zen thing ever. And I actually caught, I posted on social media, on Instagram, that it's really cool. There's like black sea bass in there and there were porgy slash scups in there. I caught a northern puffer fish. I mean, it was just like an amazing day, two days in a row. And I just would have never done it had I not been encouraged by my wife to do it with this gift. And day one, I came back, I said, you've created an addict because I'll never not want to do that no matter what the weather is. It was like the most zen I could possibly get. So I just, you know, that was so amazing. So the thoughtfulness of gifts, and she's really good at this, 
is so important. We oftentimes, you know, you got to just get something to get something. So it's like gift card. Here's a gift card to Chili's or whatever. You know, you're like, whatever. Let me just get the gift over with. But when you really, really think it through and you get somebody something that really matters, it's a game changer. So I had the best time ever and and thoughtful gifts. I'm I'm toasting to. Booskies. So I know nothing about this. Why do you need a, a saltwater rod? What's the difference? Is it stronger? Is it? Yeah. yeah. It would be stronger and longer. If you think about like the type of fish you would get. Yeah, it would. Surf casting <laughs> or just, you know, ocean fish are heavier. You need stronger okay. test. Whereas you fish in a lake or a stream or something, you're looking for smaller trout, smaller bass, smaller perch, something like that. So you need something that's much longer and it, it takes a much heavier weight as well so you're talking about like two pound weights that you're flinging as far as you can because it's got to get all the way out past the rocks and you know you're it's it's a whole different type of setup so you use billy to fish in a lake you'd use boil to fish in the ocean is that (laughs) okay yeah basically (laughs) bang (laughs) exactly thomas in harrisburg this morning here on the show tom good morning good morning da after three and a half months on this earth, what is AJ toasting? And what are the chances, since he watches the show, that his first word is going to be booskies? <laughs> uh, AJ would toast mom. AJ would toast mommy for delicious meals. A lot of them. AJ really likes to eat. Really, really likes to eat. And when he's hungry, he demands to eat. And seems like... What he's getting is very nutritious. Seems like the Bourbon Bell is producing a very nutritious brand of whatever you would call that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go to the update. (laughs) He's huge. We're not big people. My wife's like 5'1", 5'2". I'm like 5'10". As you can see, I've got no bulk. And he's just, he's becoming a monster. So he's getting that nutrients. He's getting those nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, we're talking about breastfeeding in case you weren't sure. <laughs> he's not getting two percent. No. I know that's this whole milk. This ain't skim. Yeah. It, it feels it feels like it's got Andro in it. Like McGuire took. He's getting butt heavy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Why are you getting so big? I'm like, you look like Jason Giambi. <laughs> Dad, where's my reel? <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this when when your your kids breastfed, but like when they're breastfeeding, talk about Zen. It's like me fishing off the rocks. It's just like they go into a different place. Like this is the greatest thing that will ever happen to me. They're, I'm just like, wow, I mean, AJ, you're just... It is. They're laying there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're laying there, they're looking up, and they're just getting as much food as they could possibly have poured down their face. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's basically best-case scenario. <laughs> I would liken it to punching a straw right through the Capri Sun and just sucking the thing dry. Yeah, but the, the straw would... It, you don't even have to do that. It would be like a, a fire hose was... Just right. backed up into your mouth. Because <laughs> the straw is a battle. There's yeah, no right. battle involved no, here. No, it's just come. I mean, it's just like pouring in, and it's the most delicious thing you've ever tasted, obviously. So think about the thing that you love to eat most, <laughs> and it's just being like shot into your mouth as you lay down. So the equivalent now would be me laying across my wife's 
uh, waist while she's dropping Doritos and Jack and Coke into my face. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. And, 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 you, and I'm allowed. I'm, I'm, I'm being encouraged, you're encouraged to do it. <laughs> and then she's t- picking you up to burp you. Yeah. Just so you can get down to do more of it. And you don't even have to stop. Wait, wait we got a whole other side. Hold on. <laughs> There's pizza over here. There's pizza over here. Time for dessert. Yeah, it's amazing. What could ever be better than that? <laughs> Doritos and Jack and Cokes. Gobble, 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 gobble. Uh. Gobble, 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 oh, gobble. Oh, good gobble. boy. I'm so proud of you. You're getting so big. <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. Is that why you were late for work yesterday, Boyle? I was breastfeeding. Breakfast, <laughs> breakfast ran long. <laughs> you know, Josh Hart, he brought it up a couple months ago. I'd be very intrigued. <laughs> Josh Hart tasted his wife's breast milk? I don't know directly from... The sauce or <laughs> indirectly? What does that mean, indirect? Oh, you mean that he didn't latch? Right, yeah, either he latched <laughs> or he went from a bottle. But he <laughs> yeah. asked if people had tried it, and it piqued my curiosity. Yeah, I'm not trying that. No. But for a second, the way you were going on about it, I... No, 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 no. No, no that's for babies. <laughs> and that's for the kin, not for the unrelated. No, that's not how that works. Very exclusive club. <laughs> Bogues' headlines. So before Travis Kelsey's knee injury, the only major chief absence we were expecting tonight was D-lineman Chris Jones. His holdout continues but didn't keep him from attending a team charity event yesterday. Hopefully it gets worked out. You know, um, it's always been my goal to be a Kansas City Chiefs for life. I've, um, I've said that multiple times on social media platforms from interviews, and they know where our, my position is at, and uh, hopefully we can get something worked out. Jones added that he could play against the Lions if he signed this quickly. One report said the two sides are $9.5 million apart. Jones did not go into any specifics yesterday. As for Kelsey, he's expected to test his knee this morning. For now, he is listed as questionable for opening night. And the Rams have ruled out Cooper Cup for Sunday's open with the Seahawks, who should have rookie receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba following August wrist surgery. Cup, of course, has that bad hamstring. Nick Bosa's holdout ended yesterday with a reported five-year deal that guarantees him $122.5 million. The annual average value would make Bosa the highest-paid defender ever. Three games on the Rangers' field, three wins for the Astros by a combined score of 39-10. Jose Abreu, two homers, seven RBI in last night's 12-3 beating. Texas is now three games behind Houston in the AL West. The Mariners still one back of the Strohs after an 8-4 win in Cincinnati. The O's swept the Angels 10-3 in Anaheim. Tyler Glass now caved 14 over 6 in the Rays 3-1 decision over the Red Sox. And the Marlins took care of the Dodgers 11-4 for a six-game win streak. Miami now has a half-game lead on the Reds and Diamondbacks for the last NL wildcard. And the Atlanta Dream are playoff bound for the first time since 2018 after a 79-68 home win over the Storm. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. Many would assume Bama, Texas is the best game of the college football weekend, but actually, is there a better one? DA, CBS Sports Radio. I want to snort household cleaners. DA on CBS Sports Radio. No, 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 no. That's out of context. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. 
Steve Spurrier was on the Paul Feinbaum show the other day. Most people would point to Alabama and Texas as the top game in the college football world coming up this weekend. We'll see where the Tasty Top 5 ranks it. But Spurrier had a a different number one game on his list. What was sort of fascinating also is I think Rick Neuheisel said it. He said, who'd ever thought the second week of the season, Boulder, Colorado is going to be the center of college football when they play Nebraska. And I know a lot of people think Alabama and Texas is big, but to me, I I think Colorado and Nebraska is the biggest game in the nation this week. I respectfully disagree with that old ball coach. Now, he is – he's been part of a lot of big games, and – there is certainly a lot to to be interested in when it comes to Colorado. But this is a moment in time right now for Colorado that is not going to define a national championship race. And Alabama, Texas absolutely can. For either one of them, a loss here is going to be a stain that they have to overcome in route to a college football playoff berth potentially. If Alabama loses at home to Texas all of the concerns about perhaps this is not a very good version of Alabama and that Georgia has blown by him on the freeway and that Kirby has the the number of Alabama and Nick Saban and that Saban is slipping is going to certainly grow louder. And for Bama in a tough SEC, if you can't win at home over Texas, then you're going to have issues the rest of the way. Now, for the Longhorns, you know, can they? Re- are they really good enough? Is Quinn Ewers really good enough? Is Sark really good enough to get this type of win in that type of environment against that type of program? I highly doubt it. But this has massive national ramifications. Colorado, Nebraska does not. Colorado's not one of the Pac-12. Nebraska's not one of the Big Ten. Nebraska's already proven that they're probably going to be a, a an also ran a, a middle of the road team at best in year one of Matt Rule. And while Colorado is certainly a hot, sizzling commodity right now, and Dion is, it is not more interesting than two of the most important historical programs ever in college football history playing. Now, granted, there'll be conference rivals, quote-unquote, next year, so we'll see more of Bama, Texas, but we have not seen Bama, Texas besides last year many times over the years. So there's no way you can convince me that Nebraska-Colorado is bigger than Alabama, Texas. No way. And I, I appreciate I appreciate Spurrier, but that's that's a bridge too far for me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 